Welcome back to the Let's Get Social show in part two. We're once again joined by video expert Anita Wong. We're going to dive into YouTube Shorts. We're going to look at how to create engaging content for YouTube Shorts Mm -hmm. and also optimizing your videos. So stay tuned. If you're looking for the latest social media updates and news, or you want some handy tips and tools to help your business with digital, well, stay tuned for the Let's Get Social show with myself, Philip Twyford, digital specialist. And me, Emer Duffy, social media consultant and trainer. So let's jump into today's show. So, yes, we are back and welcome yes, back, we Anita. Uh, for part two, we uh, we uh, just felt the conversation went too fast, so we thought we better um, get you back in and get part two on the ball, as I say, and keep everybody motivated, especially me, for being on YouTube, you know. So um, again, um, hopefully um, if everybody can um, go over to YouTube, not just go to our uh, podcast, but go to YouTube subscribe, ring that bell, because I remember that from the last part of our conversation. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Philip? Um, and, 100%. you know, uh, and you're going to be able to see Anita as well, um, exactly. uh, as well as hear her, you know, if you yeah. go to the podcast, which is on Spotify, iTunes, Pod. Did I say Podbean? Podbean, Podbean <laughs> Spotify, there's an echo, iTunes. Dublin FM website. Um, <laughs> we're, we're getting to be everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, um, Anita, thank you so much. Um, and uh, yeah, Philip was going to talk about something about getting into his shorts. Well, was I? Ooh. Yeah. Well, well yes. Uh, of what a way to get started. Uh, um, Anita, you're great when it comes to YouTube shorts. Um, can you just, I suppose, tell businesses and listeners? who may not be aware of what a YouTube short is, would you explain what it is? I will, certainly. So hi, everyone. And um, don't forget that if you are watching on YouTube to leave a comment if you have a question, because that's something that, you know, one of the things you can do on YouTube is leave a question, leave a comment, and then we can get back to you. So YouTube shorts are short videos that last up to 60 seconds but they are vertical in dimension. So a standard YouTube video would be horizontal Mm -hmm. and longer than usually 60 seconds. Usually it's, you know, they they range in length. But YouTube shorts are a new type of video that YouTube introduced in response, I suppose, to TikTok videos and Instagram reels Mm. to allow creators the opportunity to share shorter, I suppose, more educational, entertaining content. But they do have to be portrait for them to be classed as a YouTube short. So Mm -hmm. they're placed as such onto what's known as the YouTube shorts shelf, and it has its own viewing section on YouTube. Mm -hmm. They can be between anything up to 60 seconds, but YouTube, if you were to create them on their app, divide them up into 15 seconds or 60 seconds. So usually they're anything up to 15, but they can be up to 60. So they are short pieces of information. Yeah, um, I, f- I find I get a lot more views on my YouTube shorts than I do on the longer form videos. Is it because it's, is it because it's kind of new and people are kind of, you know, intrigued or is yeah. it because it just pops up quicker? Yeah, it's, it's, there's a number of reasons. Number one, if it's your own views, it may be that 
you know, um, it's coming up in people's search. It's being mm. recommended to people. Mm. YouTube is actively pushing YouTube shorts in front of people. Yeah. And mm. as of the 1st of, of February, they're actually monetizing YouTube shorts for creators. So they're actually opening up the partner program to enhance or encourage more creators to come over and start using YouTube shorts as a mm. format right. on their channels. But on YouTube as, as a whole, you can use three three different types of video content. You have your pre-recorded video, you have your live streamed video, and then you have your YouTube shorts video. So there's three different types of video content that a creator or a business owner can create for their YouTube channel now. So it's actually broadening the opportunity. Um, and they're so, all searchable on YouTube. So with shorts, like... You know, when you're creating, as you say, it's up to 60 seconds. Have you any like tips like for starting out, say, um, yeah, and creating that up? You know, is it like have a timer because <laughs> you're going to get cut off? You know, yeah, I, I, I mean, know. Just, uh, there are different apps that you can use. So there's different ways of creating shorts. So you could use mm. the inbuilt YouTube app, which is on the mobile phone. Mm. And when you go to the YouTube app on your phone, when you press the plus button, there'll be an option to create a short. And they have like a uh, a small studio in there that helps you create a short. So you can record it on there up to 15 mm -hmm. seconds or 60 seconds. And there's a few filters and a few little bits. It's still very, um, it's not as advanced as say, maybe like Instagram reels, you know, like when you go in there, you can do all sorts of different things, add stickers and things. It's catching up and I think they will develop it the, the more they get really into it. Mm. So you can create it in there or you can create a, just use your mobile phone and just record on your mobile I, phone. I'm just having a quick look actually. Yeah. <laughs> you can just record on your normal phone. Mm. You can record on your favorite app, but just download it before you publish it so that you don't have the branding on mm -hmm. it. Um, that's if you want to sort of like, so make it on your mobile or use a different app. Of course, you can create it using software such as like there are some softwares out there. Like I use wave.video to do a lot of my short creation. Mm -hmm. uh, Canva helps you create shorts. You know, yeah. any of those sorts of tools can help you create it. And one way which is being, which YouTube have created themselves is to actually remix your long video into a short video short, yeah. and only you as the creator like the channel owner mm -hmm. can do that so you can do a long I video can see, yeah i can see that the pop-up you got to create a short upload yeah, yeah that's right live yeah. yeah yeah so but you can do that from your so you could be watching this video mm -hmm. and there might be something that we you find that is actually oh there's lots of people watching that bit you could actually go in and create a short from that clip and take a small clip of it and YouTube will post it as a short, but it will automatically add a link. So that it says it's created from the long video. So that's something that's a ah, really good So it would drive you back to watch. Yes, it drives oh, you back yeah, to the long yeah. video. Ah, and then good. you can, this is, so you can do that on your mobile, but then you can go into your YouTube studio on the desktop and download that and then repurpose it elsewhere. Mm. So it's a really good way of generating content. So yeah, yeah. YouTube shorts are a really good idea to, mm. 
elongate the length of your video, but it's also a really good idea to come up with new ideas. So like you yeah. said just now, yeah. what what sort of ideas could you use? So you could do a listicle type of short. So three ideas to do this or yeah. three strategies to do that or yeah. three ways to talk to a person if you want them to do this. You know, there's mm. all sorts of different ways. So depending on what your profession People is. do kind of like those kind of things, don't they? Or five tip, five. Yeah. I just recorded one. Stuff, yeah, that I yeah. Have. yeah. I was going to say like five social media mistakes to avoid. Yeah. yeah. Like five reasons to upload a video to YouTube. That's one I've just done on my phone. That's ah, yeah. Yet, I will know, go check that out. Yeah, and yeah. then I just reel them off. So, and they're quite good because they're quite catchy people know that they're going to get that but it's in a short 15 to 60 second video yeah uh the beauty is that you can then you know obviously you've got a catchy title like you can mm-hmm. but then you can go on to your desktop version and optimize that with the same thing the description mm-hmm. the keywords and all those sorts of things so yeah. it is quite good way of um mm-hmm. stepping into youtube but I would encourage you to do long form and short form on YouTube because I think yeah. the short because you, you can test and see how it works. Yeah. And also the short form gives people a very short snippet into what you're doing and what you are about. But a long form video gives you the opportunity to actually really talk to them and interact yeah. with them mm-hmm. and get them to know you. So they, they see a quick short one and then they they see the longer version. So with a short a short um shorts uh be a good uh strategy if you're starting out and you haven't got maybe you know uh inspiration for doing a longer video you could do a short one and then build up towards longer yeah. or if you're yeah. used to creating content on another platform which is usually short video mm-hmm. don't waste that content use it on youtube but then mm-hmm. add to it so one of my clients is a soap maker and she does oh. She does lots of really good reels and TikToks on, you know, like mm. how to create a soap and things. Or she comes up mm. with this idea of how to create an air freshener from the ends of your soaps and stuff. So she mm. does little short ones mm-hmm. and she's gradually growing. Her views are really good. Mm. And I said to her, why don't you do a long video introducing yourself? Because they, nobody really knows who you are, what drove you to start your business, what inspired yeah, you yeah. to do it, what gives you that, like what makes you want to create soaps and body butters and things. So she did a longer video, which introduces herself and her channel, and that's doing really well. So it sort of helps people put a face to mm, yeah. the shorter videos, especially if you do a lot of pointing the camera away from you. Yeah. They don't actually see you. But a lot of people use them, and I can't tell you which type of video would work because I think it depends on your niche and what's yeah. interesting Just test, to I suppose, as well. Yeah. Maybe, you know, test see what works. Yeah, you yeah. test it out. You try it out. Mm. I'm, in a, I'm in a group with a YouTube group that like with contemporary people, but some of them are gamers. So they put these like little short ones of their game with like Darth Vader things. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. They're, like hundreds of thousands of views. I'm like, oh, really? You know, so How? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get watching, you know, YouTube, you know, YouTube videos of people playing games. Yeah. I mean, my like, son just... loves us. He literally, yeah. he watches uh, because yeah. he's watching guys who are playing FIFA mm. because right. he wants to see, do they have, or the, the, um, yeah exactly yeah like, i don't know anita would you find based on your experience that for example for a business who either feel i don't have time to make long videos or i'm nervous that maybe a youtube short is the way into us as in it only mm. 15 20 seconds yeah, you know, definitely. talk about the pain points and there you go, quick and easy, you know. Yeah. Mm. And it gives it gives you the opportunity to share what you're doing and mm. and still share that message. 
yeah. without having the nerves of being on camera and like, mm. you know, and then gradually work your way in front of the camera. Mm. You know, yeah. it, it, you can do lots of like pointing away. You can, because that's another way. You, you you just point the camera away from you at what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. your voice is still there and they can still get to know you through your voice and, you know, and then you mm-hmm. step in front of the camera and you can try different things out, try different ways of doing your videos, try creating them in apps that create them for you, try doing talking head, try doing point and shoot, you know, all sorts of different ways. Try bringing your dog into the camera. Yeah. You know, it, it really just varies. And and then that's why the analytics is good because then you can see, mm-hmm. you know, what views you're getting. Are you getting any subscribers from that type of video? You know, so if it's a particular topic you're talking about, you know, like I've been doing a lot of, what do you do with short videos, three ideas mm. for this? And mm. they seem to be, people seem to want to know those ideas, you know, whereas if you just do one of like a, a cutout of something and it's not yeah. so exciting that it's not, doesn't do as well. So you look at which ones are working and then just sort of like repeat that sort of process. And then you'd build on that. And then, as you would say, you get to see from the analytics, you can decide, oh, right, how can I improve on that? So like to to give yourself the best chance of being found on YouTube, what would yeah. you say to um what what should you be considering, you know, to optimize your opportunities? Well, definitely obviously views, because if you're going to be doing videos and you don't seem to be being seen, that may not be that the content's not good. It may just be that nobody knows you're there yet. So right. it's it's about sharing your content onto other platforms mm-hmm. to Um, raise that awareness so on YouTube one of the the things I love about YouTube is it has such good sharing opportunities when you click share you can share your videos to all sorts of different platforms Twitter Facebook Mm. you know the blogging platforms Pinterest but you can Mm. also embed that video onto your website Mm. so you could then do a video even a short video you can embed onto your website so you could do Mm. a shorts you could do a couple of shorts talking Mm. about a similar topic and then write a blog about it Mm. and then you know encourage people to come over to your youtube channel so it's all about creating this sort of like sequence or circle of of Mm. that sort of like moving around and then always have always have like something the audience to do so you know if you're watching hit that subscribe button or if if you don't want to do subscribe straight away i'm getting to know you tell me what you do you know why what my video what what were you looking for that made you click on my video was it one part of the video that answered your question or was it and was it something else or did somebody tell you you know Mm. and try to get that up because um it's a really good place to grow a community and the comments tab you know it gives you a real opportunity to have a conversation with them and YouTube have introduced YouTube handles now. So you can actually tag other people, other creators. So anyone else that's got a YouTube mm. channel will now have a handle. And you can then tag them in the description. And then they'll get people can click on that and go to their channel. So you can sort of cross post. It's and, sort of becoming more social then. <laughs> it is more social. Yeah. And exactly. It's the shout out nearly yeah. as well. As, yeah, 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 it yeah. is. And they have a community tab that is underused by lots of creators because it never used to be open to everyone. Mm-hmm. But now, as long as you've gone through the verification process on YouTube, in other words, you know, your email's been confirmed. I think you have to put an ID up if you're a business. You know, there's different levels of, of yeah. information. But once you've done that, you can actually put a post up in the community tab. And that could be an image. You can run polls. You can add um, links to your videos. You can do little, you know, just a text update. 
So all these different ways that you can actually grow a community. And then, of course, you can grow a community in YouTube. If you hit a certain level, you can open a membership. You can, you know, you can sell your products through linking a shop to your channel. There's all sorts of different things that you can do as a business owner. But everybody started at the same place, which was zero views and zero, zero subscribers. So, yeah. Don't compare yourself to the ones that have got like thousands and thousands of subscribers because we all started at the same place. Yeah, yeah that's so true because like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, like we've had people like, you know, who are great on video like yourself. Um, we had, uh, do you remember Christian Hull? We had yeah. him on, Philip. Mm. And he had thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, mm. wasn't it, with YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Um, because he picked topics that resonated with his audience. Mm. Like he... Uh, he uh, used to put up um, videos about being a mom and uh, especially during lockdown, which mm. I thought was, uh, do you remember that lockdown? I know. Um, <laughs> and we were all just a memory, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, um, and it was great to hear his opinion yeah. like yourself. He was saying, you know, don't compare yourself to anyone else, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, it's just and patience, it, I suppose, you know, it is patience. Keep, keep going, you know, mm. and it's, and it's, and they do say to niche, and I I, I understand that, and I, I do recommend that you stick to one subject, but yeah. don't niche too narrowly that yeah. you restrict the audience coming in. Mm. So video marketing, like I do YouTube, but I also do video marketing on things that happen on Instagram and things that happen on Facebook and things to do well, with it's all video. visual and it's all going to be yeah, exactly. across, video goes across the board. Yeah, so it all links in. But if you just say, oh, I'm only going to talk about one thing, Mm. then although there is billions and billions of people on the planet, not all of them are looking for just that one thing. But you'll you'll find that you'll attract somebody through a video that you didn't think they were looking for. And then Mm. because they're searching, YouTube will suggest it. And it might happen to be your video or it's suggested next to someone else's video. So broadening your niche a little bit helps you go into your suggested video. So YouTube will give a viewer a video but then under that like um philip said earlier that will suggest another video and another video and another video mm. so it's good to get into that suggested line as well so that you can get found through other people's content just um because you quite rightly said anita it, because it is so powerful the the youtube analytics is is quite incredible would you be able to kind of do a little bit of a just to dive in what businesses can find out from their analytics and maybe as well for business who are not aware the importance of you know maybe watch time you know that whole around watch time and being able to see when people are falling off from a video and what that means maybe you need to put in a call to action or just watch your dead space or whatever it might be yeah. So in like I've just opened up my desk, like my uh, mobile YouTube studio, because they they give you analytics on your mobile. There's a YouTube studio app that you can download. And then you've obviously got the one on the desktop. The desktop, you can go into a lot more layers, but mm. just generally looking, you would look at your views. Yeah. So obviously the views, you know, when you upload a video, you look and you go, well, the views are this mm. and you look at your subscribe. That's what most people look at. Or yeah. the video's had like 10 views or it's had 100 views or it's had 1,000 views and then they, they you look at your subscribers going up. Watch time is by hours and it's really, that's to do with YouTube wanting you to stay on the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The longer you as a creator keep people watching on the platform, mm-hmm. the longer YouTube has the opportunity to 
sell to them and you do as well, I suppose. So, you know, obviously the watch time grows, the more people are interested in your content. So the longer they stay on the platform, Mm -hmm. the more they're engaged. I would, I would say that if you're looking at individual performance of each individual video, when you go into the actual video and the analytics, you can actually see whether the audience was engaged in the first 30 seconds, whether there's any bits that people go back over. So, yeah. you know, like sometimes if you're talking about a particular, if I was doing a how-to video, I'd be going, oh, you know, and then you have to click this button. And yeah. sometimes you move through it quickly and then you'll see that, people keep going back to that same spot because they're looking at where you're going. So mm-hmm. it's just yes. Yeah. Repeating that would that probably would help you to sort of go, well, I was speaking too fast there. So yeah, maybe- it could do, or it might just be a really important part of the video that yeah. they're really interested in and they might just want to rewatch it. They might not have fully mm. understood what you were saying or they yeah. needed to hear it again. And you see spikes and then you see um drop-offs. But generally speaking, you know, you'll see it's really good to keep somebody in the first 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be a, like a, you people find you and then it's always going to sort of go down, but then it will go up when people are looking and then it will go up and, you know, there's different spikes, which is why I, I think it was last week I was talking about the thumbnail when, when you're looking now, it actually, you don't see the thumbnail very often. It mm. automatically moves into that first part of the video. So yeah, it's a really interesting article about whether the, the, the the autoplay is actually taken over from that. And what do we do as creators to enhance mm. that? Yeah. Um, because I know that there was a there was a lot of, you know, like long introduction before into who the creator was and what they did and everything. And now you'll see that a lot of people are going straight into what the topic is they're doing, what you're going to get out of the video, and then either go straight into it or then introduce mm. themselves and and, yes. and things like that. Mm. And I was going to say, when YouTube put up ads on your on your video, do you kind of do they tell you, or do they just put it in wherever they feel they put? Yeah, it? so yeah. I, I don't know the exact date for that, um, but they changed last year. I think it was sort of end of summer last year. Mm-hmm. YouTube decided to monetize every video on the channel on the platform. All right. So if you don't hit the part of the program, so basically the part of the program threshold, which mm. as it stands is a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours on a long form video, mm-hmm. and to be completely correct, I think it's um, ten million views over ninety days on a short form video. Then you get to turn on the monetization of ads, and you you get a revenue from it. Mm-hmm. But if you're below that, YouTube have chosen to place ads on any creator's video. Mm-hmm. So some people are working towards hitting the partner program level to turn ads off because they oh, prefer yes. to deliver their videos without ads. And of course, mm. you can you can buy the um, YouTube premium, which then allows you to watch videos without ads as well. But, um, right. mm. but most people have the free version. So yeah. You know the revenue is not massive, but that obviously goes on on views. So if you if you are a partner pro in the partner program, you do get a small commission from the ads that are played, mm-hmm. and you decide then whether you want ads on your videos or not. Yeah. So how long does it take you to be a millionaire then? <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you've got millions and millions and millions of views and millions of subscribers, you're going to get a, a reasonable revenue from the ads. But when you're you know a creator. 
Most of the revenue you get if you're working mm. towards the partner program to be a YouTuber come from brand work yeah. and yeah. other incomes off-site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're using YouTube as a business to raise brand awareness for your business, it's about being consistent, mm. showing up regularly, increasing those views through looking at your analytics, making sure that you're you're answering what your audience wants mm. and including that all important call to action. So there are yeah. places on YouTube that you can add that call to action in to help people take action and, you know, get in touch with you, mm. buy your product, download your freebie and, and things like that. Yeah. So when it means to posting, like, you know, we talk about, you know, on the different other platforms, you know, like, uh, you know, if you're posting on LinkedIn and Facebook, you know, you certain times a week, what is your suggestion regarding uploading video, whether it's shorts or, um, you know, normal uh, YouTube, I'm not even going to mention live, but, you know, high, um, high often would be a good rule of thumb for people to be consistent you know yeah to be consistent i always say try to do one video a week Mm. right if you exclude youtube shorts i would say if you can do one video a week Mm -hmm. to your audience on youtube then that is enough for you to let youtube learn more about you and you learn more about your audience and then obviously the more you know about your audience the more you can then choose to step into uploading maybe a few Mm. more Mm-hmm. I currently do one or two long form videos a week and maybe one or two shorts. Mm-hmm. But some of those shorts are made from the long form videos. Sometimes I'm quite spontaneous with my videos. So sometimes if I see something that I want to share, I'll just record it and share it, yeah. you know, or I'll go live and I'll I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I want to do is is do more live video, try and get a show going so that it's, but I'm just playing around with the times at the moment. So you can look at your mm-hmm. analytics to see mm-hmm. Yeah. where your audience is from so you consistently upload once a week for a while and then maybe in three months time look at your analytics and go right so where where is my audience from which mm-hmm. geographical area are they from which time zones are they working on and then see whether you so need to- so if they're all australian you have to get up very very um well, no, you early <laughs> to do a live you can schedule the video <laughs> you can schedule them yeah of course live videos. No, it's live you'd have to get yeah, up early live yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to do yeah. it but yeah I mean, a lot of my audience are in the States, so I tend not to put anything on YouTube until after lunchtime because then that right. takes into consideration the UK-based mm-hmm. audience and also the American audience. But yeah. YouTube will give you that data. Yeah. So the more you feed YouTube with content, the mm-hmm. more that, that it will give back to you. So I can see... That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, on my data, what day of the week, when mm-hmm. people are more active, like when my subscribers are normally on, and then I can schedule my content to go out around that time yeah um and then share it i mean mm. i share when i post a post when i put a video up on youtube i email my list my email mm. list mm. i share it to twitter i share it to whatsapp actually and my status on whatsapp seems to bring a lot of people to my videos at the moment right mm. and, you know, and then i try to do a, a blog from it or a linkedin newsletter and i mm. i'll embed it into there so there's lots of different ways that you can use that one piece of video Mm -hmm. and and repurpose it a a lot of times that one piece of video that you're creating for that week you can use to create a blog short snippets in twitter Mm -hmm. short updates in instagram and facebook so there's lots of things you can do with that one video um it's just trying to get into the mindset of going right i need to do a video once a week Mm -hmm. yeah 
about um, my business and what I want to offer. And I think, I think we just said Anita there at the early start of our, our our second conversation here is I think if businesses are I suppose don't set themselves, we're going to be like the next Mr. Beast who gets fifty six million yeah. views every video. I think if you sort That'd of that'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would, uh, but I think you have mm-hmm. to sort. Of, it's 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 the same with say blogging or any of the social mm-hmm. channels. If people yeah. don't see, they're not getting engagement. Oh, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But yet, if you ask Mr. Beast or you watch any of his his interviews, he said he did a hundred, two hundred videos, and they got no reactions. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly something clicked, you know. And I think it is patience and consistency yeah. and just. Staying engaged. Plus, you get better because you know when you start out. You know, um, I'd say Anita, if you were look back on some of the videos that you created at the start, (laughs) oh, good. (laughs) I know my one of my best. I think it is actually my best performing video. I actually discovered something, and I came in. I was downstairs. We've got a chandelier downstairs, so all the the lighting's off. My camera's down here, and I've got to share this with you. Blah 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 blah. And just whacked it up, and it's like got over two hundred fifty thousand views. But I'd never take it off because that that's what. Yeah. catapulted my like I gotta yeah. do YouTube more you know it was that mm. that but it's also just yes you know like you say eventually you'll you'll never hit perfection because there'll always be something that you yeah. want to do differently yeah exactly do, you know so it's yeah. just as long as you deliver your message and people can hear you mm-hmm. that's important because if they come onto YouTube and they can't hear you then it's difficult. Although there are, you know, YouTube is making it a lot easier now. There is auto captions that you can switch on. They can also Mm. get the transcript off of YouTube so you can actually see what people are saying. But that aside, people aren't going to come back and engage with your content or know that your content quality is good for them to keep coming back for Mm -hmm. if you haven't got those sort of basics set up. So those are really important to just make sure that if you can have those done, and then try out the editing. If you if you make yeah, I was going to ask you about that because you just hear about people. Is it edit within YouTube or do you use other? No, I use the third party. You can edit in YouTube, but it's very hard and it's not that sophisticated. Okay. So it's more if there's something in there that you you can trim at the end or something mm-hmm. like that. But generally speaking, I'll use a third party software. Most computers have them built in. So if you're mm-hmm. on a Mac, you've got iMovies. If you're on the XP, I think you've got something mm-hmm. built into that. But other than that, I use um, Camtasia, Mavavi, and then I use Wave.video a lot. Sometimes they don't all do what you want them to do, so you do have to use a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, On on the mobile, I use um, Video video Shop, which um, I think Mm -hmm. it's Video Shop. Let me just see. I think it is that, yeah. I've I've recently put CapCut on mine. um, Yeah. Yeah, video shop it is. Yeah, so you, you've used that up, haven't you? Yeah, I love CapCut. Yeah, I do all my my captioning through CapCut, which yeah. is great, you know. Um, so there's lots of things on the market that you can play around with, and you'll find one that you like using, and yeah. you just keep going back to that all the time. So, yeah. um, And you get yourself into an order of what to do. Well, it's hard to believe, but that's <laughs> the second show has come to an oh, end. That just went uh, too fast. I know. And Anita... Obviously, out of complete courtesy and respect for you as well for coming on the show, would you mm. tell listeners and everyone on YouTube, your yes. YouTube channel and obviously your website where people can go mm. and find more about you? 
Yes. Yeah. So my YouTube channel is Anita Wong. So if you type that into YouTube, I, I do come up. And my website is called Anita Wong as well. And, um, <laughs> really? Surprise, surprise. That's great branding. <laughs> Good. I like it. Very great. I mean, my company name is Bobby Media, but there's a little bit of a story to that because I was right. born in Australia. Right. And Bobby is when the waves break out at sea. So and then with surfing the internet, I sort of link mm. the two together. So ah. yeah. So there is a little bit of history behind it. But mm. I tend to go by my personal brand nowadays because most people yeah. from YouTube and from just networking, they know me by me. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so you can find me on there and my, and my website, obviously. And well, well, it's much more you. And on social. Tips. Yeah. yeah, on social. Well, LinkedIn, YouTube and my website really um, are the main sort of places that I'm trying to hang out at the moment. Well, no, it's been Great. brilliant. It's been brilliant. Listen, thank you so much, Anita, for doing both shows to me. take us through. It's yeah. been great. And uh no doubt we may be speaking again because YouTube is constantly evolving and changing. So we might uh, yeah. have to get you back on later on. So, well, she is the YouTube expert. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, uh, it's great that she's come on our YouTube. Yeah. 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 So um, hopefully uh, we will uh, get more growth. And as, uh, as Emer said, you know, if yeah. you liked this video, do subscribe and hit the notifications. So you yes. get notified when we do more shows and, uh, yeah, and you can catch all the other shows on the podcast, isn't that right, Emer? That's right. We have a bit of work to do now. I'm thinking, you know, yeah. with our YouTube channel, we'll have we uh, better go check our analytics and see where people are coming in. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's also uh, good for your listeners to put a face to the names and the voice. Yes. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's, it's great for them to be able to see you now and um, you know, yeah. actually connect with you. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I say, we we had always said we at some stage we would, and um, and here we are. So here we are. it's you know. Um, and yeah, and before we go, if you like this video or, or any of the other videos on our YouTube, leave a, a, a comment. Uh, yes, if, please. If there's anything you'd like. And if you prefer to email inquiries at dublinceltfm.ie, we'd love to get your, your ideas for future shows. So yeah, keep yeah, in touch. And, and not forgetting the podcast, Philip, so they can listen on the go. Um, yeah. Check us out on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, and the Dublin South FM website. So thank you again. Anita, it's been fantastic. And thank you to everyone watching or listening. Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.